الحمد لله رب العالمين وأفضل الصلاة وأتم التسليم على أشرف الأنبياء سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد طب القلوب ودوائها والنور نقصان وضيائها وعافية الأبدان وشفائها وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكرك الذاكرون وغفل عن ذكرك الغافلون عن ابن عمر رضي الله عنهما قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لعن الله الخمر وشاربها وساقيها وبائعها ومبتاعها وعاصرها ومعتصرها وحاملها والمحمولة إليه بالحديث عن ذكرت سيدنا عبد الله بن عمر رضي الله عنهما دسنا سيدنا عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه أن الحديث عز بن ريت الإمام أبو داود سليمان بن أشعث السجستاني رحمه الله تعالى لسنن that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam cursed la'an la'ana Rasulullah la'ana Allah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cursed la'ana Allah al-khamra that Allah cursed alcohol al-khamra washaribaha and the one who drinks consumes alcohol this hadith also mentions wasaqiyaha the one who pours the alcohol is also cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wada'i'aha, the one who sells alcohol, is cursed. Wamubta'aha, and the, the one who sells alcohol and the one who buys alcohol. Then, wa'asiraha, the one who presses the grapes when they make alcohol. How do they make alcohol? They go to vineyards and they obtain the grapes and then they press the grapes. And when they make alcohol, they tend to make alcohol, they pound the grapes with their feet. So they place the grapes in a basin and then people sit in the basin and then they stamp on the grapes and this person is known in the hadith as Asir. The one who seeks the pressing of the grapes, meaning the one who demands this or has this done for alcohol. وحاملها the carrier of the alcohol والمحمولة إليه and the one the alcohol is delivered to so in total all these people are cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so لعن الله الخمرة Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cursed alcohol why because alcohol what does khamr mean the word khamr is when something becomes covered so الخمر alcohol what it does it covers the intellect. A person ends up losing his intellect when drinking alcohol. Based on this, the Sharia outlawed alcohol, al-khamra. But some people may say, yes, the Sharia outlawed alcohol, but it has only outlawed alcohol because the person may lose his intellect. I drink alcohol. Some people may say, I drink alcohol. And when I drink it, I do not lose my intellect. So therefore, I should be permitted to drink alcohol. But the response to this is that if every human being decided the boundaries of Sharia law, we would have different interpretations of Sharia law. Meaning, 
one person would say a sip of alcohol is permitted, another would say half a pint is permitted, another would say a full pint is permitted, everyone would come out with their own different views and opinions. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Al-Quran al-Kareem outlawed alcohol totally. Meaning even a sip or a half a glass of alcohol is prohibited. Why? Because if everyone, if a small amount were permitted, then some people would start drinking more and more and more like as happened in Christianity in the New Testament. When the apostles, when they were asked according to the tampered New Testament, that they were asked regarding the use of alcohol, some of them permitted a small amount. As long as a person does not become intoxicated, but alcohol has become rampant within the Christian world and unfortunately amongst some Muslims. Even though Muslims are the largest teetotaler community in the world, yet there are those Muslims who still drink alcohol. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cursed alcohol. Why? Because when a person drinks alcohol, he loses his intellect and he does those things which he would never do when he is sober. So after this, a hadith of Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu, the companion of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Inna Allah karrama al-khamra wa thamanaha wa harrama al-maytata wa thamanaha wa harrama al-khinzira wa thamanaha Rawahu Abu Dawuda that Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu reports that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said إنم that Allah سبحانه وتعالى إن الله حرم الخمر that Allah Almighty prohibited الخمر intoxicants alcohol specifically وحرم ثمنها and he prohibited its its profit so some people they give this fatwa now that alcohol may be haram for us but because it is permitted for non-Muslims meaning according to their reasoning it is permitted for non-Muslims they say therefore we are permitted to sell alcohol to non-Muslims and consume its profit so they open up licenses or restaurants selling alcohol, serving alcohol no the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah almighty prohibited alcohol and he prohibited the profit made from alcohol also some people give this fatwa based upon the fact they say this is Darul Harb. Darul Harb means a place, a non-Muslim abode. Of course the word Harb translated as war, place of war. But the, legally speaking what the term means is a non-Muslim country. It doesn't mean people are carrying arms and fighting, no. It means a non-Muslim country. So based on this they say, if this is Darul Harb, Therefore, it should be permitted for us to open shops of alcohol. But the answer is, <coughs> whether it is Darul Islam or Darul Harb, a Muslim is prohibited from selling alcohol. A Muslim is prohibited from drinking alcohol, and a Muslim is prohibited from selling alcohol as well. The person who drinks alcohol may meet his wife, may do certain other things which are crimes to humanity. But 
the person who sells the alcohol has a share in that crime also. Anyone who has takes part in selling alcohol to someone and that person consumes the alcohol and commits certain crimes, the person who has sold that alcohol has also taken part in that sin. So the Messenger of Allah said from Sayyiduna Ali bin Abi Talib radiallahu ta'ala a hadith that Sayyiduna Ali radiallahu ta'ala mentioned 15 things regarding this ummah. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa said, إِذَا فَعَلَتْ أُمَّتِي خَمْسَ عَشْرَةَ خَسْلَةً If my nation does 15 things, 15 things, حَلَّ بِهَا الْبَلَاءُ Then punishment becomes permitted for them. Meaning, if there are these 15 traits, any one of these, if all these 15 traits become common amongst the Muslims, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will punish them. Remember in the Musnad of Adaylami, there is a hadith that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa said, punishment is raised and removed from people as long as they do not sin openly. As long as they do not sin openly. Meaning, in the night a man sings, in the day he sings, in the house or wherever, in private, people are not aware of his sin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala covers his sin because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a sattar, the one who covers, al ghafar the one who forgives. But a person should never mention his sins to people because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has only covered his sin because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants him to repent. Meaning the very purpose of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala covering our sins, one of the purposes is that we repent, that we turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, People are not punished as long as they cover mastatarun, the hadith states. That as long as they, this is from sifr, which is to cover, as long as they cover their sins, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not punish them on earth. Meaning that the punishment, if they do not repent, may be given to them in the akhirah, in the hereafter, but outwardly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not punish them. And as long as they are seeking forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as long as they seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when they decide to sin openly, then what have they done? They have permitted for the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be sent upon them. This is why when a person drinks alcohol, if he sits in a room alone and no one is aware that he has drank alcohol, he has sinned, he is under the curse as mentioned in the hadith. But, as long as he is not going on the road and openly drinking and showing his sin, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should withhold the punishment in the worldly life. Meaning, outwardly he will not be punished, while in case he repents to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu mentioned khamsa ashrata khaslatan, meaning 15 traits. One of them, they said, what are these 15 traits that if my nation does, then they shall be punished? Halla means trials and punishments. 
The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِذَا كَانَ الْمَذْنَمُ دُوَلًا The first thing that Mahnam firstly is that thing which is attained from Ghanima, meaning when a Muslim nation attains wealth from a war, meaning when they go to war with another nation, they attain wealth. If that wealth becomes Duwalan, Duwalan is wealth which stays specific to a class of people. Like in Pakistan, what happened? A Baytul Mal was opened. A Baytul Mal. In Pakistan, we have a Baytul Mal. Baytul Mal meaning public treasury. What is the purpose of a public treasury? That the public treasury should be used for the benefit of the public. But we know whenever each leader has come in, they have used the public treasury for their own benefit. When Zardari was in, he bought stables, horses, land. When the leaders prior to him, leaders after him, all of them use the public treasury for their own benefit. This is only one example in Pakistan, but you have this example throughout the Muslim world that what al-madnamu, meaning the wealth received, becomes what? Duwalan, that wealth which is only shared by the elite and the rich people in that country. Then the Messenger of Allah sallallahu said that wal-amanatu madnaman. Al-amana is what? If you give someone 100 pounds to keep safe, you give him 100 pounds, is al-amana. Meaning, you give someone money to look after that money, but the money becomes what? Something that they use for themselves and for their own benefit. This is not only from the individual level, from the top to the bottom, or from the bottom to the top. Meaning, if people pay their taxes in a Muslim country, they expect the taxes to be used for the benefit of the people. But instead, what happens is that the tax is used for the benefit of the ruling elite. So, when amana becomes something as a source of benefit. Remember, any ruler that we have over us, ruling over us, is a reflection of the people. In one narration, even though the narration is weak, the way you are, the leaders are placed over you. The way you are, the leaders are placed over you. So from the, per the person trading on a basic level, and the person to the top, when they are given al-amana as something to look after, what will they end up doing? They will end up keeping that for themselves or eating that and consuming. So these are two traits so far. The third trait, وَالزَّكَاةُ مَغْرَمًا Zakat shall become a debt, meaning when someone needs to pay their zakat at the end of the year, generally speaking, people will take up their zakat in the month of Sha'ban. Why in the month of Sha'ban? Because the month of Sha'ban is before the month of Ramadan. And when we take out our wealth for zakat, the zakat will reach the poor people. That zakat wealth will then help the poor people to fast in the month of Ramadan. They will have money to, for their support, a pre-dawn meal, and they will have money to have the iftar, to break their fast. And then in the month of Ramadan, people give sadaqatul fiqh. Why do they give sadaqatul fiqh? Because the sadaqat of fiqh are there to help the poor people on the day of Eid, so they can consume food on the day of Eid and celebrate Eid. 
But in the end of times, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa said, if 15 traits, one of them is what? That zakat becomes like a debt. Now the richer you are, the higher the zakat. The richer you are, the higher the zakat. Why? Zakat is 2.5% of the wealth. So imagine a man with 100,000 hand in his savings. How, how much zakat would he have to give? 2,500 pound. So it would become more difficult for his ego to give zakat of 2,500 pound. You have Muslim women today that they will have gold stored up in their homes. The gold, the wealth, the amount, the gold will be worth would be 20,000, 30,000 pound. And for years they never pay zakat on the gold. Why? Because they start thinking of zakat as being a tax, like other acts of worship. Like some people, they pray salah like, like robots, meaning that salah time will come in, like robots they will pray, but there is no spirit to the prayer. There is no spirit, it's just a routine. You go to the masjid, you pray, the, the ibadah is without any spirit. In the same way, fasting in the month of Ramadan, people will stay hungry all day and thirst all day, but this will be a routine. And like this, zakat for, for these people will become a tax that at the end of the year they would have to give a tax. Now this, in Pakistan, what did they start doing? They started extracting the zakat from people's bank accounts. Yes, the zakat was seen as a tax by the people. And then when the zakat went into the well and into the Baytul Mal, the, when it went into the Baytul Mal, the rich people would eat from it. So this is three traits which are mentioned so far. Then, that a man will obey his wife. What is this referring to? This is referring to when it comes to disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will obey his wife. Meaning, the wife will come to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will obey her. And when we are ordered, Ati'u Allah wa Ati'u Rasul, we are ordered, to obey Allah and obey the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa But in the end of times, or oh, when people start obeying their wives over the divine commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that this is one of the traits by which punishment becomes permitted upon this nation. After this, this is related that he obeys the hadith states the man will obey his wife and disobey his mother <coughs> disobey his mother when the Quran orders us to have kindness to parents in the end of times what will they do some of them have reached such a state now that they will place their parents in old people's homes this has become common that they become so uh, fed up with their parents, they cannot cope with their parents or age, that if the wife tells them that your parents have become too old, place them in an old people's home, they will place the parents in an old people's home or a carer's home. So a carer's home, they go once a week to visit their father or their mother and leave them in the carer's home. This is the state of some people. So, that a man will obey. If a man obeys his wife, 
and disobeyed his mother. That if he is kind to his friends, but harsh with his father. So kind to his friends and harsh to his father. So the father raised him, clothed him, fed him, uh, did all kinds of things for him. In his favor, good father, he instead of being kind to his father, what will he do? He will be harsh to his father, but what? The voices will be raised in the masajid. What is this in reference to? This is in reference, or if they raise their voices in the masajid, this is in reference to people coming into the masjid. And when they come to the masjid, the discussions in the masjid are regarding dunya, worldly things. So, so many times this happens that people use the masjid for political discussion. They will, one group of people who are supporting the Labour Party will come and say, support the Labour Party. Another group will support the Conservative Party. They will say, they will promote politics in the masjid. In the same way, you have people discussing uh, caste system in the masjid. Whether someone is a Chaudhary or someone is a Raja or someone is whatever other caste. In the masjid, the masjid was not made for castes, and the masjid was not made for political parties. The masjid was made for dhikrullah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, this is why this one, وَرْتَفَعَةِ الْأَسْوَاتُ فِي masjid فِي مَسَاجِدِ The voices will be raised in the masajid. Some of them have reached such a state in our community that they will discuss dog fights in Pakistan. Meaning, what people do here, is that they earn money from the UK, they buy fighting dogs, then they take those fighting dogs to their village, then they will make those dogs fight one another, and such a person is cursed in the hadith. Sometimes those dogs will kill one another. And then they feed the dog better than they feed a human. They give him pure, you know, pure ghee, and they give uh, 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 meat to the dog. But in the same country, in Pakistan, or in Azad Kashmir, what will happen? People are there hungry. So they will feed the dog, so the dog grows big. And then they will discuss this in the masjid. They will sit in the masjid and discuss this. So this is that voices will be raised in the masjid when voices should only be raised for dhikrullah, remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or durus, lessons of the deen, of the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the hadith states, وَكَانَ زَعِيمُ الْقَوْمِ أَرْذَلَهُ The leader of the people, and if the leader of the people is the most disgraceful of them, meaning the one who eats the most rishwa, the one who takes uh, rishwa, he will have a higher status. Remember, the one who lies the best becomes the best politician. Whoever lies the best will become the best politician. Why? Because like I said, that the types of people that surround these groups are people who are corrupt, that they would want corruption. So a person who gets to the top would only have to get to the top through corruption. Sayyidina Umar said, if you are just, if you are a just ruler, half the people will like you and half the people will dislike you. Why? Because when you are just, you will be fair to the mazloom, the one who has been oppressed, and the person with the volume, the one who is an oppressor, may dislike you. This is a just ruler. That 
if you are just after people will like you and after people will dislike you. So the the person who tries pleasing everyone is an elder person, meaning a person who is disgraceful because they will meet this one, they will try pleasing him. They will meet that one, they will try pleasing him, and like this they rise to the top of the people. The Hadith states and if a man is only respected out of fear of his evil, like today's gangsters, meaning there are people who speak against me because I say regarding people who deal drugs and sell alcohol, that if they die, people who deal drugs, if they die, their similitude is like that of a man who sells arms, weapons to people. If you know two groups are fighting and you go and you sell weapons to one group and then you go and sell weapons to another group and they stop fighting one another, this person is known as an arms dealer. If such a person dies, will the Imam of the Masjid pray his funeral? If a person dies who sells arms for people to kill one another, will the Imam of the Masjid pray his funeral? The answer is no. Why? Because he has been causing what? Fasad, corruption. In the same way, a person who does human trafficking, meaning what they do is they kidnap young children, and when they kidnap young children, they cut off the arm of the child, and they make them part of a gang which begs on the roads. If a person who does this dies, will the Imam of the Masjid pray his funeral? The answer is no. In the same way, if there is a person who deals drugs, he sells drugs to young children in schools, those young children become addicted. And some cases in Birmingham that have come to me, one young child, they made 15 years old, they made him, these were adults, people in their early 30s. They made that child stay in their company, they would buy him things, then they would give him some drugs. Get the child addicted to drugs, then when the child initially give him the drugs for free. But when the child would become addicted to the drug, then they would demand money. Or they will buy things for the child, then they will say, we bought you all these things, now you need to pay us back. How do you pay us back? You pay us back by packing our drugs for us. These are cases that happen. These type of people fall into the same category of people that when, as those people who, human, who do human trafficking and those people who sell guns amongst people in order for them to kill one another. Meaning drug dealing is such a uh, shar and evil that if the drug dealer dies without repenting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, without doing away with his drug dealing, then all those families that he has destroyed, he must answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those people who think this is too harsh, they should ask the mother whose son died taking heroin, taking cocaine, or taking heavy drugs, or those youngsters who lost their mind after smoking marijuana, after smoking different things so much that they suffer from schizophrenia. They suffer from schizophrenia and some of them may have children of their own. So the, the ruling on a drug dealer is very harsh. This is why one of the, uh, the hadith here states 
ذن وَأُكْرِمَ الرَّجُلُ مَخَافَةَ شَرِّهِ That the man is given respect only out of fear of his evil. So what happened in some of one masjid, one particular masjid, a particular drug dealer would walk into the masjid and the old people would stand up out of respect for him and shake his hands. Why? Because when they earn drug money, they have a lot of money and they will have big houses they will have big houses in Pakistan, they will build big mansions. They can buy people, they can cause evil to people, meaning if you become the enemy, they can buy someone to have you assassinated, they can buy someone to harm you in, in any way. So therefore, therefore they respect them. A man is only given respect out of fear of his evil. And in some cases, even people who are Imams of Masajid, they respect such people, why? Because of their status in society. But the obligation is not to show respect to such people. What they should do is they should repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if they do not repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they are not given any respect out of fear for their evil. Meaning a man should never fear their evil because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who protects people. So this is one of those signs wa ukrima rajulu makhafata sharri wa shuribat al-khumuru and if alcohol is drunk if alcohol is drunk now alcohol is passed on as a normal thing that even in parts when people go from here to Pakistan they buy alcohol they will go to their homes and they will drink alcohol as if it is any other drink that you buy from a shop or some in some cases some Muslims they will open pubs. There was a pub open in Birmingham on Stratford Road by a Muslim on the, one of the main roads in Birmingham where the majority residents are Muslims. By a Muslim. The Muslim bought the pub. The Muslim opened the pub. After a while the pub shut down. Now the pub is a restaurant. But nevertheless, this person, he fell into what uh, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi told us that if you cover the sins, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not punish you on earth. But when you do these sins openly, then then punishment becomes permitted for this nation. Meaning the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is sent down. That silk is worn by the people. And some people, they will have which is in reference to music. So nightclubs are of course haram. But how many Muslims, young men and young women openly will go to a nightclub in order to mix with no hijab, with the music and alcohol and behave like non-Muslims and speak like non-Muslims with no shame and no modesty. Of course, these people are sinners. Their ruling is not as stringent as the drug dealer. Why are we stringent on the drug dealer? Because the drug dealer destroys families. The drug dealer is a cause of death. So many people take drugs and due to the drugs they end up dying. So, the hadith states, 
واتخذ في القينات والمعازف ولعن اخر هذه الامه اولها and when the last of this nation curses the first meaning there will be people in this nation that will curse the previous part of the nation meaning they will curse the companions alayhim ridwan they will curse the scholars of islam alayhim ridwan these are 15 traits but we notice from these 15 traits how many of these are common in our nation today <coughs> would you say all 15 are common the answer is almost if not all in certain parts you will find some and in other parts you will find some but nevertheless when we observe our muslim nations and muslim countries we will observe that these 15 <coughs> traits have become become widespread when we observe muslim communities we notice these 15 traits have become widespread what did the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam say regarding sitting in a place where alcohol is served like a pub or going to a pub or going to a club where alcohol is served we know in the hadith of sayyiduna abdullah the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhiri Whoever believes in Allah on the last day, فَلَا يَشْرَبِ الْخَمْرَ Do not drink alcohol. Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhiri And whoever believes in Allah on the last day, فَلَا يَجْلِسْ عَلَى مَائِدَةٍ يُشْرَبُ عَلَيْهَا الْخَمْرُ let him not sit on any table on which alcohol is served. So even if alcohol is being served, do not sit on that table. This is the prohibition of alcohol. That alcohol, this is why they refer to alcohol as what? Ummul Khabaith, the mother of all sins. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu said, Kullu muskirin khamrun. Every intoxicant is an alcohol. Meaning, what this hadith means? Anything that intoxicates has the same ruling as alcohol. So if someone smokes weed, if they smoke weed, Buddha, all these different drugs, these will carry the same ruling as alcohol. Why? Because the definition of intoxication is three definitions as given by Imam Abu Hanifa rahimahullah. Number one, if by taking the substance you are unable to distinguish between two things. So someone drinks alcohol, they are unable to distinguish between a cow and a horse, or the sky and the earth, because of their intoxication. Or if a person takes something and they start to speak in a slurred speech, with a slurred speech, so the speech becomes slurred. And a third definition of intoxication is such that a person's limbs become numb, that they are unable to feel anything. These are the three definitions of intoxication. So the Messenger of Allah said, Every intoxication is alcohol, meaning everything, whether it's beer, whether it's uh, any of those beverages, or any of the drugs that people take. So drugs take the same ruling as alcohol. And the hadith states, haramun," And every intoxication is haram. So if someone smokes cannabis, 
marijuana, all these are haram and dealing with them is also haram. وَمَنْ شَرِبَ الْخَمْرَ فِي الدُّنْيَا فَمَاذَا وَهُوَ يُدْمِنُهَا لَمْ يُشْرَبْهَا فِي الْآخِرَةِ Whoever dies drinking alcohol and he was drinking alcohol as a habit, then he shall not have alcohol in the hereafter. Meaning, he shall not have the wine of the hereafter. Meaning the, the wine that is served in paradise. Meaning by taking this substance, taking the intoxication of alcohol in this world, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will prohibit it from the person in the hereafter. The hadith states, Four people. حَقٌ عَلَى اللَّهِ أَنْ لَا يُدْخِلَهُمْ جَنَّةً Four people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has obligated upon himself not to enter them into paradise. أَنْ لَا يُدْخِلَهُمْ جَنَّةً وَلَا يُذِيقَهُمْ نَعِيمَهَا And not to make them taste its favors, the favors of paradise or the bounties of paradise. Mudbirul Khamri, the alcoholic, the one who takes alcohol. Wa'akirul Riba, the one who consumes usury. Wa'akirul Malikatini bighayri haqqin, and the one who eats the wealth of the orphan without a right. Wal'akiri walidayhi, the one who is disobedient to his parents. Now, this, what this means? is that anyone who does any one of these four sins, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shall delay his entry into paradise. And do not think that delay, if he dies in faith, Iman, we know the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, شَفَاعَةِ لِأَهْلِ كَبَائِنِ أُمَّةِ My intercession is for the people of major sins of my nation. He shall enter paradise if he died as a Muslim. But the meaning of the hadith is that his entry into paradise is delayed. The first one, Mutminul Khamri, the one who continuously drinks alcohol and becomes an alcoholic. Why? Because of the harm of alcohol. The harm it causes him and the harm it causes those around him. So many alcoholics are people who beat their wives. So many of them do other sins which are unspeakable, that a person cannot even mention those sins. So, because of this, the punishment of an alcoholic is dire. And the hadith states, Akil riba, the one who consumes riba. Riba is what? If you loan someone 100 pounds, you demand of them 110 pounds, or 120 pounds, or 150 pounds, meaning you add the usually unto the amount you loan, uh, the debt you gave them, you add to the debt. Or if they owe you money, you add, you increase the amount they owe you. And this is very common. In Pakistan, people give interest-based loans to poor people and then the poor people need the money because of course the economy is weak due to other factors factors which involve the lack of the rule of the, uh, the, the non-ruling in accordance with the sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Pakistan and other countries because they do not rule with the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the economies have suffered so they loan poor people money then they charge them double and this person is known as Akil Riba. And in the same way, The one who consumes the wealth of an orphan without a right. 
And this occurs in places where orphans are in orphanages. They have no one to look after them. And people take advantage of them. When wealth is given to them or they inherit wealth, people eat and consume that wealth. The one who disobeys his parents, meaning disobeys them in everything that is good and everything that is permitted. Of course, he doesn't disobey, he doesn't obey them in those things which are haram and prohibited, but he does not be harsh to them either. Meaning, if someone's mother is a Christian and she orders him to drink alcohol, politely he refuses. Politely he refuses. He still does not talk to her in a harsh manner. So an aqul walidayi is someone who is disobedient to his parents in those things which are permitted or those things which are an obligation. Another hadith An Ammar bin Yasir radiallahu ta'ala anhu قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ثلاثة لا يدخلون لا يدخلون الجنة أبدا في بكرشنا أنت بارادايس أبدا الدهوث والرجلة من النساء والرجلة الرجلة من النساء ودبن الخمر تفسر إذا الدهوث what is a دهوث a دهوث is a man who does not order his wife his daughters, his sisters, his mother to wear hijab in front of males who are not related to her. What is the obligation of hijab? The obligation of hijab is that the woman covers her hair and her chest and her figure in front of men who are not related to her. So if the woman comes in front of those men who are not related to her, she doesn't wear this, uh, some women they wear this scarf, but everything at the bottom is showing. Meaning, the tops will be tight, that the breasts, the shape of the breasts will be showing. The trousers will be tight, that the, the figure will be showing. This is also haram. What is hijab? Hijab is that the woman wears a jilbab. What is a jilbab? A jilbab is something that covers the hair and loosely falls over the breasts and the figure of the body. This is known as hijab. So even if, if the woman wears what the old women wear, which is a, 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 what we call a chandra, a blanket over, this will cover the hair and it covers the breasts and it covers the areas which should not be shown to other men. So unfortunately, some women, they think this is a religious practice by wearing a small tea towel over the head but everything at the bottom is showing. And they claim this is hijab. This is not hijab. The correct hijab is that the woman covers the hair and everything which is around the body. Now a man who allows his daughter, allows his mother, allows his wife to sit in front of men who are not related to her without being covered is known as the youth. Meaning it's a major sin, a kabira, that a, 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 a woman should cover up in front of ghayr maharij, meaning a man is not mahram, and not be mixing with them unnecessarily. So the hadith states that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu said that this person la yadkhuluna jannata abadan, they should not enter paradise ever. The meaning of this is that they shall be delayed for a long time.
as a punishment because they should be punished for this sin. The second one that is mentioned, وَالْرَجَلَةُ رَجُلَةُ مِنَ النِّسَاءِ Women who dress like men. وَالْرَجُلَةُ مِنَ النِّسَاءِ Of course, cross-dressing is common for both men and women. But what a strange country Pakistan is. That in Pakistan, a country that claims to be Muslim, you have the Kusra culture, then you will have people walking around as Kusra, and people accept it. What a strange country. So you even have people with big beards, standing watching the Kusra dance. In weddings, in the, the culture is so warped, that the culture is dictating the religion. So you have men with big beards standing there watching what they call uh, the Kusre dancing. But the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa cursed such people. So, in Pakistan, this is very common, that they have men dressing like women, uh, or people who are maphrodites. A maphrodite meaning their gender is not uh, decided, they dress like women, and they go to weddings and then they dance amongst the men, and then the men will watch the women dance, these hermaphrodites dance, in front of the women of their family and everyone will be there and they play drums and they throw money. And unfortunately the ulama, they will not speak up. Why? Because the ulama, they, some of them, many of them, are controlled by the caste system. So depending on what caste they come from, if they speak up, then people will say, you are from an inferior caste, you cannot speak up on this issue. But in reality, Islam is not dictated by any caste. Islam is what? Supersedes every caste. Yes? So, because of this, you have So, men who dress like, women who dress like men, and men who dress like women. The third one mentioned is Mutminul Khamri. The one who is a person who drinks alcohol. A person who continuously drinks alcohol. So, قَالُوا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ أَمَّا مُذْبِنُ الْخَمْرِ فَقَدْ عَرَفْنَاهُ فَمَدَّ يُوثُ They said, O Messenger of Allah, the person who is an alcoholic, we know. But what is a dayuth? The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, الَّذِي لَا يُبَارِ مَنْ دَخَلَ عَلَىٰ أَهْرِينَ The one who does not care who comes to his house, meaning anyone can come and go from his house, to see his wife and everyone without a care. This is a person who is known as a Dayud. In one hadith from Sayyiduna Abdullah bin Abbas anhuma, the Messenger of Allah and this is narrated by Imam al-Hakim and it's a Sahih hadith. اجتنبوا الخمر فإنها مفتاح كل شر Avoid alcohol, اجتنبوا meaning abandon alcohol. Why? فَإِنَّهَا مِفْتَاحُ كُلِّ شَرِّ It is the key to all evil. Alcohol is the key to all evil. So many alcoholics, Muslims and non-Muslims, have drunk and have slept with a person who is related to them and prohibited for them to sleep with. Why? Because when they have drunk alcohol, they use their intellect, they do not know what they are doing. So many people have drunk alcohol and they have ended up giving divorce. They drink alcohol and they give divorce. The divorce counts. The divorce will count. If a, if a drunk person gives a divorce, the divorce will count. In the same way, they have drunk alcohol and they have committed violence. 
destroy public property. Now if the government taxes people for alcohol, how much money does the government lose due to vandalism, due to alcohol? Meaning the same money that they are earning by taxing people for alcohol, the same money is going back into rebuilding property or uh, refining the streets that, due to, that were damaged due to alcoholism, meaning due to people drinking alcohol. عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من شرب الخمر خرج نور الإيمان من جوفه الإمام الطبراني نريد that the Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم said whoever consumes alcohol the light of Iman leaves his insides what does this mean? it doesn't mean the person becomes a kafir what it means at the state of drinking alcohol and intoxicants, he's at such a state that he could commit kufr disbelief at any moment. Why? Because when a person becomes drunk, what happens? He starts saying different things and he could even end up stating things which are kufr disbelief. Also, a person who drinks alcohol continuously, one day may because he loves alcohol so much, may end up saying alcohol should be permitted. Or he should say, he may end up saying alcohol is only uh, non-permissible haram for a person who, doesn't, who gets intoxicated. I do not get intoxicated. By saying such statements, the person commits disbelief, commits kufr, by saying such things. وعن أبي مالك الأشعري، so أبو مالك الأشعري رضي الله عنه رأيت أنه سمع رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول يا دمسنا الله صلى الله عليه وسلم سيد يشرب ناس من أمة الخمرة يسمونها بغير اسمها people from my nation shall drink alcohol and they shall call it by other than its name if you go to Dubai, Abu Dhabi, these Khalid states, they will have alcohol, khamar, which they will give a different name to. And people will drink this. So the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi foretold this, that people from my nation shall drink alcohol, consuming toxicants, but they shall name it something else, what will happen to such people? يُدْرَهُ عَلَىٰ رُؤُوسِهِمْ بِالْمَعَازِفِ وَالْقَيْنَاتِ There will be such people that above their heads they shall have music. Now, here the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam foretold the future. That there are such people they shall drink alcohol. Now the word يُدْرَهُ literally means to be struck. يُدْرَهُ عَلَىٰ رُؤُوسِهِمْ Above their heads they shall have بِالْمَعَازِفِ Ma'azif is music, Qaynat is singing, meaning women who sing. This, in this hadith, the Messenger of Allah foretold the existence of modern technology, of radio, of speakers, which will blast the sound of music. Now, when they go to a club, what do they have in the club? People sit down, they drink alcohol, and they have the music blasting. 
from above their heads. Meaning the speaker is placed high up and the people will sit and discuss and they uh, uh, drink alcohol. While they drink alcohol, what will happen? The music is playing above their heads. Now, this is not only in non-Muslim countries, this is very prominent where in Muslim countries. If you go to any Muslim country, there is no Muslim country today except that you will find this. A whole marks of this. Any Muslim country, most of them. Even in places like Saudi Arabia, if you go to places like Riyadh, these type of places will be found. If you go to Pakistan, in Karachi, in Lahore, in these cities, and other cities within Pakistan, these places are found. That people will be drinking alcohol and they have music playing, and people singing, and women dancing, and all of these things. What is the outcome of this? The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, يَخْسِفُ اللَّهُ بِهِمُ الْأَرْضَ وَيُجْعَلُ مِنْهُ الْقِرَضَةَ وَالْخَنَازِيرِ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, one of the days, one of the days, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shall swallow such people, will cause the earth to swallow such people up. And groups of people from amongst them will be turned into swines and monkeys. Meaning disfigurement shall take place. Someone may say, this will occur. When will this occur? The answer is, this will occur. And when it occurs, people will remember this hadith. Even if it occurs once, why does an event like this may even occur once? Why once? Because even if it occurs once, it becomes nakal, meaning what? A admonition for everyone who comes after. When they hear the story that these people are drinking alcohol and listening to music and uh, dancing and the earth swallowed them up, this will become what? An admonition for every other Muslim. In the same way when they hear regarding the disfigurement of a group of people, this becomes an admonition for everyone who comes after them. And because the Messenger of Allah sallallahu said it shall occur, it shall occur. And when shall it occur? In one hadith, it is mentioned that it shall occur on the night when the sun will not rise from the east and the people will wait all night until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shall cause the sun to rise from the west. In that night, groups from this nation shall be transformed, disfigured. And one group that is mentioned are those who are drinking alcohol, bin ma'azifi wal qaynat with music and with dancing women. So what do we do with regard to alcohol and with all these different sins? The door of repentance is open. Tawbah. That a person does tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If someone has been dealing, drug dealing, they repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from dealing. How do you repent? All the stock, the goods you have, get rid of it. Meaning, get, get rid of it doesn't mean you go and sell it to some poor soul. Getting rid of it means you get rid of it, meaning you throw it away. And the money you have earned from haram, the money you have earned from drug dealing, you give all that money away to orphans and widows. You do not keep the haram money. Some people, what they do, they deal drugs for years, 
or they sell alcohol for years, they earn hundreds and thousands, then they open a business which they call a halal business. And they open the business with the money earned from drugs and alcohol. So a person who runs an off-license, will run the off-license for years, when he reaches the age of 50, he goes through a conversion, he goes to Hajj, the greater pilgrimage, and then he comes back, grows his beard, closes the off-license, but the money he has made from the off-license is reinvested into a takeaway. So now when people ask him, he says, I run a takeaway, I have left the alcohol business. The earnings are still haram. Meaning, the earnings you made on the sadness of others, these are earnings you have made on the sadness of others. People who are alcoholics, when they go to a person who is selling alcohol, some of them are abusing their children. Some of them abandon their children. Some of them are wife beaters. Some of them are homeless. Some of them will commit suicide. You have earned money made from these type of people and then you make a new business, a restaurant or a takeaway, and you call your business halal and clean. No. The earnings you have made upon the sadness of others, that money must be given away. Where to? Given away to an orphanage, to poor people, people who have made that money and you will not receive any reward. Then you do tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If they say, oh we, we need to earn money and we need to make a living, of course make a living. You said the doors of halal are closed. If you close the door of haram, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala should open many doors of halal and insuit. When people came here in this country in the 1950s, they earned halal money. Meaning, all the money they earned was halal, and now all of a sudden, because people have become lazy, they want to make easy money. Not halal money, easy money. They want to make means of living which is easy. And they see drug dealing as an easy way. What easy way is it? that you are facing arrest from the police at every moment. What ease is there if you are threatened to be killed by a fellow drug dealer? What ease is there if you are pimping out vulnerable women? What ease is there if you have enemies? There is no ease. There is no satisfaction of the heart. So the satisfaction of the heart is only earned through halal. So in one hadith, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, مَنْ شَرِبَ الْخَرَّةِ Whoever drinks alcohol, his prayer is not accepted. أَرْبَعِينَ صَبَاحًا For 40 days. فَإِنْ تَعْبَ اللَّهُ عَلِيهِ But if he repents, Allah accepts his repentance. If he repents, so the door of Tawbah is what? Is open. Then the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa said, فَإِنْ If he goes back to drinking alcohol, لَمْ يَقْبَلِ لَهُ صَلَاةً لَهُ صَلَاةً That Allah will not accept his prayer. أَرْبَعِينَ صَبَاحًا For 40 days. فَإِنْ تَابَتَابَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ But if he repents, Allah shall accept his repentance. Then the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa said, فَإِنْ عَادَ If he goes back to sinning, if he goes back to sinning, 
لم يقبل الله له صلاة أربعين صباحا الله will not accept his prayer for forty days فإن تاب قام الله عليه but if he repents Allah shall accept his repentance if he returns for a fourth time لم يقبل الله له صلاة Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not accept his prayer أربعين صباحا for forty days فإن تاب لم يثب الله عليه Allah will not accept his repentance وغضب الله عليه and Allah shall be angry with him وسقاه من نهر الخبال and he should give him water from the river known as al-khabal they said what is نهر الخبال now they said this to the companion the people who heard this hadith from the companion they said what is the river al-khabal he said that it is the river of hellfire made from the pus of the people of hellfire meaning at the fourth time what is meant by repentance here repentance is not that a person takes a sip and then says I do tawbah and then takes another sip I do tawbah this person is making a mockery such a person is making a mockery tawbah here is referring to a person who totally leaves alcohol who leaves it for good and never returns back to it at all but then he becomes weak and then he returns back to it. But of course, like we said, the, do, the do, doors of Tawbah are always open. min The one who, sin, uh, who repents from sins is like the one who has no sins at all. In one hadith, and Tawbah and repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will make intention of Tawbah from abandoning Salah leaving the prayer. Any other sins which we may have committed, let's make intention of tawbah tonight, that we make intention of repenting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say regarding those who repent? Anabi Musa radiallahu anhu, from Abu Musa al-Ashari radiallahu anhu, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inna Allah yadahu billayhi that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spreads out his acceptance at night for the one who has been sinning in the day. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spreads out his acceptance at night for the one for, at, in the day, in the night for the one who has been sinning in the day. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spreads out his acceptance in the day for the one who has been sinning at night. So a man goes to a place in the night, he commits a sin all night. He goes to sleep in the morning, he attends a lecture or he hears something that makes him feel remorseful. And he repents to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shall accept his repentance, his tawbah. The hadith states, Allah shall continue accepting the tawbah, the repentance of every Muslim and even non-Muslim, if a non-Muslim does tawbah from kufr, from disbelief to becoming a Muslim, meaning all of humanity until the sun rises from the west, meaning the end of times. So we have this time now 
to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for our shortcomings. خُلِقَ الْإِنسَانُ ضَعِيفًا Human beings have been made weak, ضعيف. So we are weak, we have fallen short. We do so many sins that only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows and others which people know. But today as a congregation, inshallah, we do tawbah. Inshallah, together we do tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we make a firm resolve that we shall not return to sinning and continuously do tawbah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enable us to do so and continuously making tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jazallahu anna Sayyidina Muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam amahu ahlu. Jazallahu anna Sayyidina Muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam amahu ahlu. Jazallahu anna Sayyidina Muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam amahu ahlu. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wassalamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.